Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, hey, hey, all right, another fantastic Wednesday night bingo here at Happy Trails Retirement Home. Hey, Gene, congratulations on winning those Depends. Looks like they'll come in handy right about now. All right, now it's time to bring up John Lee Dumas for his weekly recorder band session. They've been practicing real hard. John, I heard that you lost a kneecap in an unfortunate elevator accident down the hall. We all appreciate you not suing. Okay, John, if you would, please, quickly, it's John Lee Dumas and... The Happy Trails Recorder Band. Here you go. Okay, well, someone check on uh, Bob over there. I'm not entirely sure he's breathing. Thanks so much. We'll be back. <laughs> on this episode of The Commercial Break. If you're wondering why we're reco- why we're here on a Friday, it's because we're now going to be here on Friday. That's, a, that's the de- yeah. executive decision that has been made from the top on down. We're going to be recording... Uh, two episodes for you every single week, Tuesdays and Fridays. For now, we may do more in the future. Who knows? Yeah. You demanded it. We we, we responded. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for it. You got it. Be careful what you ask for. In their car, so the like. That's wrong. It's wrong to do. <laughs> crack, crack is whack. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. You can't do that, Jackie Weaver. Not for the rules. Well. I think it's called just getting high. I mean, they call it my strange addiction, but I think it's just called getting fucked up. Like when you're huffing gasoline. And I'm like, dude, all the drugs you're taking, I'm sure you could go a long time anyway. Like you should have no problems. You shouldn't be mixing these three types of drugs together. But he said, I took three of them about three hours ago. And I've had a boner ever since. And because I'm just a curious guy, I couldn't help but then look down. Which made the whole situation even more awkward because now I'm now staring at his boner. 
through his, under, his sweatpants, right? And I'm like, oh, you do have a boner, man. That's that's really unfortunate, right? But the thing was, his girlfriend wasn't even there. She had left like two hours earlier. Oh, so and so I told him. Yeah. <laughs> what I wanted I to do is get some here. ice and like rub it down. <laughs> The next episode of the commercial break starts now. Hi. It's Friday, and you're wondering why we're on on Friday. Yes. Well, curiosity killed the cat, and I am not a cat. So let's get right into it. I'm Brian. This is Chrissy, and Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to me. Happy uh, New Year to everybody. And uh, in case you're wondering, this is not, we didn't record this on January 1st. We're just a bunch of fucking idiots who like to say Happy New Year. Yeah. Well, I think it could be on a t-shirt one day. Yeah. Happy New Year. And people will be like, oh, you're wearing that in July. Why? Because the commercial break. That's why. Well, fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, the Ides of March. Heard of the Ides of March? I have heard of the Ides of March. Yeah. Julius Caesar was killed on that day. But I was reading a little bit about it and it used to be the beginning of the new year. The Romans. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I know that the Chinese have a new year. They, that's they in February, it. right? Mm-hmm. It's in February? First yeah, week of February? Just, they just had yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we, again, we can just say, Happy New Year. All year long. All year long. And we can get away with it. And especially when it's, we're just kind of stuck in this time suck called coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we really what don't day know is what it day anyways. is it, what time is it. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've kind of gotten into a rhythm, though, like a coronavirus rhythm. Like I'm waking up. <laughs> a Rona or, rhythm? Yeah. <laughs> a Rona rhythm. <laughs> a Rona? What's that? <laughs> Coronavirus sounds like something delicious. We used to have coronavirus for breakfast. What's his name? Mr. Mr. Platypus? Vandersloot. Vandersloot. My name is Percy Vandersloot. His first name is definitely Percy. Percy Vandersloot here? What's a here? In case you don't know, Percy was born in the year 22. Still alive to this day. He's seen everything. Happy New Year to Percy. Happy New Year to you. It's New New Year's on the third revolution of the moon. (laughs) On my wife's third cycle. That's Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) This is the commercial break. Welcome. If you haven't joined us before, well, then you're in for a treat. (laughs) If you (laughs) joined us before, I think we think. Welcome aboard. If you're wondering why we're we're here on a Friday, it's because we're now going to be here on Friday. That's that's the executive decision that has been made from the top on down. We're going to be recording uh, two episodes for you every single week, Tuesdays and Fridays. For now, we may do more in the future. Who knows? Yeah, you demanded it. We we, we responded. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for it. You got it. Be careful what you ask for. And uh, yeah, you demanded, you demanded it. So what we're doing? We usually record the the Friday episodes for Patreon. We are retooling Patreon. Uh, we've been in touch with all of our Patreon members. We're going to retool Patreon. Uh, feel free to still send us. Yeah, free, <laughs> feel free to sign up for nothing. No, actually, you're going to get much more, and that's why we're retooling Patreon, and we thought we'd go to two episodes a week um, be- because the show's growing, and that's what we thought we would do. And we'll see how it all works the out. The demand is there. That's right. You can still go to tcbpodcast.com, www.tcbpodcast.com. To watch all of our YouTube videos, get all of our audio library, <laughs> all of the most important of episodes, one through whatever we are on now, uh, and text us at we're four- in the 40s. We're in the okay. 40s. I think we're rounding. I think we're rounding toward 50. We, this might yeah. be 49. Maybe Ooh. I don't know. Well, it depends on when I release it. <laughs> oh, we're releasing on a Friday, so then yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm a dumbass. The brain's not working this morning. 470-584-8449 is where you can go to text us or leave us a message. Standing standard text messaging standard text messaging rates do apply. There you go. Yeah. I have been talking nonstop for like six days, Holy, It's driving me crazy. You have. So for those of you that, I mean, how, how many of you would know this? I guess some people probably listening from Clubhouse. That might be, a, there might, mm-hmm. that's a good assumption to make. Um, but w- we have been doing a lot of talking about podcasting, not the commercial break, but the like the the practice of or the art of podcasting. Mm-hmm. And so over the weekend, we did like a little podcasting conference. It just so many hours of those three days were spent talking. And yeah, I woke up or I, I went to bed Sunday night and I'm like, I don't know that I could talk about another thing having to do with <laughs> podcasting for like two weeks. But here we are recording again. The train Whee! never stopped. And now twice. A I week, mean, so. new year, it's new beginnings. We're going to talk about your changing body as well. Body? <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> if I could get under this beaver fur, figure out what a body was. Is that what you wear, beaver fur? Pelts. Beaver fur. Beaver pelt. That's right, Chrissy. <laughs> it's a beaver pelt. Covers my holy Johnson. And do you have to wear snowshoes, those those like tennis racket looking I put the snowshoes on my penis. <laughs> Keeps me from getting frostbitten. On the redhead, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not even sure it's down there anymore. I don't know. I haven't seen it since 1922. Could have frozen off. First World War. That's the last time I saw my penis. <laughs> uh, at, at Brian Green is where you can catch me on uh, Clubhouse. At TCB Chrissy is where you can catch her on Clubhouse and at the commercial break on Instagram. Please follow us. We do lots of interesting content on Instagram, and we thank all the people who have started to follow us. So let's... Uh, let me ask you a question. Yes. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer and i just love this product it's actually kind of serendipitous that i am suffering from allergies today just took my claritin d and i quite frankly look forward to the relief and so i don't sound like a duck fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away find claritin d at your pharmacy counter ask for claritin d at your local pharmacy counter you don't even need a prescription go to claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live claritin clear please use as directed and we want to thank claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of brian's allergies symptoms. Thanks, Claritin. Have you been watching the Teen Mom? <laughs> <laughs> no. Why? Because it's uh, no. Crack is whack. <laughs> Teen Mom. That show. I just love this show. I don't know You've why I love this show. Since the beginning, For, since the very beginning, and now since I feel the like first if I episode, in, I wouldn't know yeah. what was going on. I mean, I'm sure people think I'm a total Yahoo because of my television watching <laughs> habits, like you know, Thousand Pound Sisters and Ninety Day Fiance and. Strange Mom, my strange addiction. Well, my strange addiction, I think everybody can get into because who doesn't want to yeah. see somebody with a strange addiction? Yeah. That's that's why, it, you know, 
people that are outside the norm that do things like eating rocks and pillow mattresses <laughs> or, or, or bed mattresses are just kind of interesting human beings. Uh-huh. We've all got Drinking to admit that. Drinking air freshener. Drinking air freshener. Mm. Someone else was, was actually, um, they huff gasoline. And oh. so they always have to have a cup of gasoline in their car. So they'll like. That's wrong. That's wrong to do. <laughs> crack, crack is whack. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. You can't do that, Jackie Weaver. It's not part of the rules. Well, I think it's called just getting high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they call it my strange addiction, but I think it's just called getting <laughs> fucked up. Like when you're huffing gasoline. Yeah. I'll cut up this episode. We'll do it for maybe next next week. We'll do this. But I saw this. So lady, an older lady, probably in the mid 40s. And then you've got her younger daughters, probably uh-huh. 18 or 19. It's just my guess. And this lady is driving around. They stop at McDonald's, you know, to get a Happy Meal or whatever the <laughs> good bullshit they get. Yeah. And then they have to stop at the gas station so her mom can fill up her cup of gasoline. Oh. So she fills up the cup of oh. gasoline, then just sticks her hand right in the gasoline. And she's like, oh, my gosh, that's dangerous. She just like rubs it on her face. And I'm like, holy shit, that cannot be good for you. No. And while you're driving? While she's driving. Oh, God. Luckily, she's not a smoker because that'd just be bad oh news God. altogether. <laughs> yes. Smoke him if you got him. <laughs> so. Boom. Yeah, boom. I mean, it's like something out of a cartoon. The lady's like rubbing gasoline on, under her nose. And it just was so. I would refuse to get in the car with somebody. Who was her daughter that. was pretty embarrassed. I got to say, if you're. I mean, the lady who's eating rocks. Was there a cameraman in the car? Yes. But I don't think they put a cameraman in the car. I think they, oh, like, like, attach it to the windshield. Yeah, thing. they're probably 200 <laughs> yards behind going, well, I hope she doesn't explode. <laughs> I hope this is not another one of those road. episodes where our, where, <laughs> where the subject explodes. It's one too many documentaries we've seen people just explode. Because you're eating rocks, you're huffing air freshener, you're eating – there's one that where the lady is eating mattresses. Like, literally, she cuts up mattresses and then eats the foam out of them. Oh. And she eats, like – a pound of foam a day. How can that, that not is kill so you? Weird. How can that not kill you? Honestly, not how can that not kill you? So anyway, my TV habits are, you know, probably disturbing to most. But I, I digress. <laughs> Teen Mom is a was a television show that was started back in the early two thousands, I think, or mid two thousands, like two thousand five, yeah. two thousand six, yeah. by MTV. You know, they haven't played videos in a long time, and this right. is one of the the hit shows that they had. Was they followed a bunch of mothers, uh, would soon to be mothers around that were in their teenage years, you know, fifteen, yeah. sixteen, seventeen years old, and then most of them had a significant other of some sort. And so, of those six first. Uh, young ladies that they recorded, Mm -hmm. they now have a show called Teen Mom OG, right? Which means the original cast, the original gangsters. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) there's still four of them are still around. And it's just fascinating to watch them grow up like. Yeah, well, that's true. If I jumped in now, I wouldn't know. What they started off as. No, so I think give me, a, give me a recap. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you a recap. They got pregnant. They had more children. <laughs> Here's the amazing thing is they, they had babies and it fucked their life up completely. Right. And then they had more children. Okay. I guess that's the way that it is, though. But Are any of them with the same um, guy that they had the, the yes. original kids with? Yes. Okay. One of them is. Okay, good. One of them is. And her name is Caitlin and his name is Ty, Tyler. And they're, to me, the most fascinating of the couples because they are literally still together from when they were like 13 years old. They got together when they were 13. Now they're getting close to 30, I would imagine. And they're still together and they're still having children. Okay. And they still have some kind of love for each other. Okay. What amazes me is I understand just how hard it is to have a child now. And I'm in my 40s and I understand how hard, difficult it is to have children are no fucking joke. Just for any of you out there contemplating children, Mm -hmm. it's no fucking joke. It's a big responsibility. Huge responsibility. Uh 
every minute of every day is occupied with children. There is not a minute, except maybe at night when they're sleeping. But besides that, there is, and, and if they're at school, there's not a minute of the day where they are not occupying your ever-loving time. Mm-hmm. There is no more time for anything because now um, children are there, right? Yes. Work, children, and then you can throw in an occasional fun there. What amazes me about these young ladies is the fortitude that they must have had to have children when they're teenagers. Now, yeah. I'm 44, well-established, you know, got shaken all the crazies, well, shaken most of the crazies. <laughs> <laughs> Not crazy. Um, <laughs> but I've gotten all that wild shit out of my system, and mm-hmm. now I'm having children, and I feel like I'm equipped to handle what's going right. on. When I was 16 or 17 years old, I can't imagine no. that I would have been prepared to have a child. No, it's not just a little doll. <laughs> <laughs> no, though some of those mothers treated them like little dolls. Yeah. But I can't imagine how difficult that must have been, Hoadley. Mm-hmm. Like, the constant nurturing that's needed, the diaper changing, the, the, the everything, the every moment of every day that they're just tugging on your shirt, mm-hmm. asking for your attention, because that's what they need, because yeah. they're just little growing humans and they, you know, they don't know any better. And then to be 16 or 17 and have to deal with all of this. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Now, I guess it's a much easier when you're making, you know, $25,000 an episode from MTV. <laughs> that's that, true. Yeah, that probably makes life that easier. But it's fascinating to me to watch these girls now that they've grown up. The show has evolved from a show that was focusing on the on the pregnancy of the teenagers to now a show that's focusing on the fame that they've acquired because of oh, the show. Right. Yeah, because I used to see them on the grocery store tabloid type things all the time. Yeah, that's the other thing. They really have to grow up in front of the tablets. Yeah. One of these girls, Amber Portwood, is one of the original OG mm-hmm. mothers, and she has had some, she's struggled with some mental health issues along the way. She's been to jail a couple times. She's been addicted to drugs. She got arrested for heroin one time, mm. and she has just been slayed by these magazines. Yeah. I mean, slayed. She's always on the cover for something or other. I can't imagine the pressure that this woman is under, and then to have a mental health issue on top of it yeah. must be really difficult. But you know, they're all still there and, and kicking. They're all doing it. And now what is what is fascinating about this new season or these new couple of seasons that have been out is that now that the producers are involved in the show, so the people who have been with them since the beginning producing the show mm-hmm. are now on camera themselves asking mm. questions. Like there's now a relationship between the producers right. and the children and the producers. They've grown up with they've them They've grown too. up with them too. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like they've, I mean, you know, you've, they've broken the fourth wall. Now they've broken like the sixth and seventh wall. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just a show about a show now. And it's really, really fascinating. I bet. Well, speaking of MTV, are, they just did a reboot of the original real world. Right? They did? Yeah. Really? I've seen a couple of news things about it. I don't know if it's out yet, but I'm going to Now, it. is that show with the original cast the, from the Yeah, the, the original, original cast, cast from the original Real yes, World? Yes, yeah. But there's some of you that weren't even born when right. the show came out. I mean, all <laughs> you know That was the original like little reality show yeah, thing though. That absolutely. Started it. All you know is reality television. That's how you yeah. that's how you grew up. You grew up mm-hmm. on reality television. To you by the way, reality television is not really reality. It's just, yes. you know, it's, it's cut and pasted to make it yes. interesting for your consumption. And I think that anybody who watches reality TV must at some level be aware of that. But back in the day, probably 1992, I want to say, like mm-hmm. right when the grunge years were starting, mm-hmm. 1992 or 91, MTV, who had been up till then just really playing videos, videos. that's all they did was play videos back to back. But what they, what the, the people at MTV, the good people, I just watched a documentary on this. The good people at MTV figured out 
is that if they they were starting to get viewership numbers that were serious, advertisers were starting to take them seriously. Mm-hmm. But how they sell advertising was in quarter hours, every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So they would look at the numbers every 15 minutes. Were you keeping someone's attention for one quarter hour or five quarter hours on a particular television station? Yeah. And what happened was is that MTV was playing videos just back to back to back, which was incredibly popular. But if you didn't like the video that was on, you just turned the channel and you might come back later. Yeah. So what was happening is people were tuning in for an average of like three or four minutes, not like 15 or 20 or, or 30 in some cases. So they figured they have to start competing in some way, shape or form. Yeah. How, how, how can they do this? So they started to put these you know ideas together where they would do like, you know, uh, have, have uh, headbangers ball where yep. it was all heavy metal figuring that people that uh-huh. listen to heavy metal would tune in for longer yo mtv raps yo mtv raps yeah, which was a great show yeah. uh, 106 180 minutes which was another like super alternative all the super alternative music but then they said to themselves you know what what we really got to do is we got to start making some television shows that are 30 minutes to an hour long mm-hmm. and so the first one that they came up with was remote control remote the control. television show if you ever have time and you have never heard of remote control, go look up remote control episodes. They had those big, huge chairs. chairs and the chairs and, would pull away. And then yeah. they had the remote. What was the guy's name who – he died. Guy. He died young. Ken Ober. Ken, Ken Ober. Ober. Okay. And Adam Sandler – that was the first television that Adam Sandler ever did okay. was on yeah. remote control. Host. Colin Quinn was Colin on there. Colin Quinn, I yep. remember him. So a bunch of famous people, not yet famous, but soon to be famous yeah. people were on that television show. And it's basically just like a, a Jeopardy for dum-dums. It's like a game <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, it's like a game show. Yeah. Yeah, and they're sitting in these big chairs. It's a, it's a Jeopardy show It's a Jeopardy for dum-dums. dum-dums. That's what it is. Yes. Jeopardy show for dum-dums. Yeah, <laughs> like a Jeopardy show for the MTV generation. Exactly. Like, you don't know anything. You probably know these pop culture questions yeah, that we're right. about to ask you and then what they that then somebody in the programming department said we got a had this like revolutionary idea what if we just they had done a couple of contests where people would win a house mm-hmm. it was a big thing on mtv for like four yeah. years win a house and you know john cougar a party Mel- house a party house yes. correct yeah. and then john cougar mellencamp would come and play, play with you or yeah. john bon jovi mm-hmm. or whatever and they won this house literally the deed to a house and like nowhere indiana it was not a great house but whatever you had now you had a house yeah and and I always wonder, did people like move to that house? Like what? I don't know. Those whole house giveaways. I was I was you had so to pay, young. You ended, you ended up having to pay the property taxes, taxes and the transfer and deeds. And, Most yeah. people don't keep them. They probably never took hold of them in yeah. the first place. MTV ended up, you know, just selling them, <laughs> burning for it down, cents on the dollar, burning it down because they paint it pink with a big MTV symbol on the front of it for one weekend worth of recording, and then you'd have this shitty house that the neighbors hated you, right? The police department was over there every five minutes, right? So they would give, they would literally give away a house every year, and this was the MTV's big thing, you know, mm-hmm. a party house with you know John Bon Jovi or Van Halen or whoever it was. Yeah, and I remember being such a young kid tuning into MTV when cable was first in our house and thinking to myself how fucking cool would it be oh, yeah. to win a house with van halen or guns and roses or whatever it was but yeah that was your goal yeah. in life that's right was to either win that or go to a party there yeah some party spring break <laughs> yes. spring, bre- MTV spring break mtv spring break was oh, another was one where you like i always waited for mtv spring break because it was just nothing but non-stop hot women in bikinis exactly and i was like you know 12 years old yeah they had so djs <laughs> playing and that's yeah. right um so but someone had the genius idea that they would record, they recorded these party houses for like, you know, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what if we did that for like four months? What if we put a right. bunch of random strangers mm-hmm. in a house together and then recorded them 
for a period of time. Just see what happens. Just let it unfold. And that was actually what they said. Exactly what you said was what they said. Yeah, what they said on air. What happens when twelve strangers get together? We'll find out. Yeah. What they found out was was fucking fascinating. Yeah. Because they'd pick a bunch a bunch of people. They'd obviously random backgrounds. Yeah. They personality profile them. There'd be the you know the shit talker and the guy who liked drama and the girl who was quiet and the. Virgin the from girl, Indiana the with the two sl- guys yeah. are gonna lie. Uh, that's yeah. right. That's mm-hmm. right. And man, was it fascinating! It was when it first came out. It, w- no one knew what to think of it because it was a brand new genre of TV. It was reality yeah. show, like a-, a camera following you around. Uh huh. And it became one of the most fascinating things on television. I remember that first season, yeah, thinking to myself, "Wow, this is fucking insane." Yeah. They're just living. And then I remember thinking to myself, "I need to be on this." I actually yeah. tried out for the real world. <laughs> True story. True story. I am not surprised in the least. (laughs) I tried out for the real world. I was too young at the time. I mean, listen, I never got a response, but I was too young and I just gave it a shot anyway. I was like 17. You had to be like 21 or something. Or no, I was 19 and you had to be 21. I just gave it a shot anyway. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I never heard back from anybody, but I remember thinking for two months, they're going to love me. They're going to love me and I'm going to be on (laughs) the show. They would have loved you. They're going to love me. (laughs) I don't know why I thought so much of myself. (laughs) I never thought much of myself in my teenage years, but for some reason, I felt that it was like serendipity that I was going to be on the real world. I was going to be the next big real world. day in 2021, you would probably have your pick because there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. I mean, at this day, I definitely would be on the real world just because they were probably hunting for talent. (laughs) Everyone's famous now. Look at us. The demand has grown. Going to clubhouse rooms sometimes and people are like, oh man, listen to the commercial break. I'm like, no shit. Yeah. No shit. You actually listen to my show. Whee. That's kind of cool. Thanks for that. So then this started this whole genre of reality mm-hmm. show programming yeah, on Yeah, because it went into like 20 seasons or something of the real world. Oh, it just yeah. got to then be crazy more. after a while. Well, yeah. I mean, then what happened was, in my opinion, so then for a long time there was this debate about is reality show television, is reality TV killing regular television? Right. It, it, there was literally people were debating about whether or not they should cancel reality shows because it was just bad for society and bad for TV. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now everything's a reality show. It is. Basically, there's very few. Uh, compared to rea- reality shows are relatively cheap to make. You can make anybody yeah. a star. You can mm-hmm. edit it any way you want to to make the drama. Mm-hmm. And opposed as opposed to getting high-priced talent, having new sets every day, writing scripts. You have yeah. writers and producers and all this other stuff. Yeah, friends and all of all that. All that stuff that where you're paying people $20 million an, an episode, episode or whatever. Yeah. yeah, crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. So – MTV really pioneered reality TV. What happened was the reality star, the reality show stars, the people that were starring in the show, ended up becoming stars in and of their own right. Right. So now people were not as authentic on the reality shows Mm -hmm. because they just wanted to be TV stars. stars, They knew that fame was coming with this, so they started acting differently. They acted for the cameras. And that still continues on to this day, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians. What's that one that that I've been watching that I really, really like? (laughs) Redneck Riviera or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? You don't know which one I'm talking about? (laughs) Panama City or... Florida Bama Shore. Florida uh, Bama Shore. Florida Bama Shore. Have you seen that? No, That's but the, fascinating I mean, think trash. about like the New Jersey, what was it? Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. That's oh, still going God. on to this day. Yeah, no, they just rented an entire hotel during know, coronavirus. <laughs> and it's higher fucking hotel. What a life these people are living. Unbelievable. Yeah. Florida Bama Shore. Come on the show. Um, <laughs> so Teen Mom is one of these successful shows that came out of there and now they're still alive and kicking and i just think this show is so fascinating i can't believe you're not you're not with me on this one i i just never started watching it you got to start watching it 
Okay. Can you pick it up? <laughs> Can you pick it up real quick? What do you think? I'll test it. Change next the thing, remote. Get the you, remote. Next thing you know, Jeff's finding me in the bed. I haven't got out of the bed in days. Jeff I'm hates watching, me. Does Jeff hate me? Watching Teen Mom. Let me ask you a serious question. Does Jeff hate me? Do you ever get that podcast look from your spouse? Like, are you talking more? Are you talking about podcasting? Yeah. <laughs> Ashley. Jeff does not hate you. Okay, that's at good. Because I like we Jeff. were all friends before. Yeah, we were all friends before. I just don't want to ruin the friendship <laughs> over this silly little show. You could if you have me watch Teen Mom. Okay, okay. so <laughs> back off the Teen Mom. Watch it in the bathroom, like when you're in the more you're doing your morning business. Just like yes. give it a, give it a quick scroll. Okay, well, right. That's that's my secretive. Advice. Yeah, because Astrid sometimes, she has been so supportive. I mean, she does so much she stuff for the show. She oh, is on a part of, really amazing. part of the growth is is Astrid, yes. big part of the growth. And Gustavo too. But uh, but sometimes she gives me that podcast. I call it the podcast look. And she's like, really? Again? More podcasting, mm-hmm. more commercial break shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, can you watch the kids for another 12 hours? Right. I'll, be in the, <laughs> I'll, be in I'll be in the studio <laughs> watching Teen Mom. <laughs> Editing, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just yeah. gave away my secret. I did. <laughs> now she's going to be keeping an eye on me. She's popping in every once in a while. Watch the kids yeah. <laughs> I got about four more episodes to catch up on. Close. Uh, yeah, on what Ty and whatever her name are. <laughs> They're having another baby. Can you imagine? <sighs> I wanted to, this week, I wanted to get on one of those apps and figure out uh, if you ever heard the, the app Whisper or Secret. Uh, I think I've heard of it. I don't have it downloaded. But. It's an app that literally does what it says it's, yeah, it's going to do. You can write secrets and then it's just out there to the world and you can do it anonymously. Oh, okay. All right. So I thought this was interesting. I had read about it in, uh, I don't know, Forbes or something like that, about one of these apps and, and how the, the young preteen, preteens are, are out there on Whisper. Hold on. Can I just pause for a minute? I'm picturing you thumbing through Forbes, Forbes. while watching Teen Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this seems contradictory, but Forbes. anyways. <laughs> it's for the educated man. Yeah. Forbes, we know you watch Teen Mom. Uh, Forbes, are you wearing pants? Neither are we. Neither are we. <laughs> Listen, Forbes is, it's, I'm a man of the time. Okay. I don't know what I was, what I was reading. I'm a man of Forbes. the times. <laughs> man of the time. I'm a renaissance man. <laughs> Teen I mom, lived through the Renaissance. Teen Mom and Forbes. Teen Mom, Forbes, <laughs> potty training. <laughs> These said that they you belong people, in Florence. Yeah, Italy. some people are like, I like golfing and traveling and long walks on the beach, and I'm like, I like potty training. Forbes and Teen Mom. <laughs> we should have put that in the podcast magazine. I know. <laughs> podcast magazine, by the way, uh, love podcast magazine. Yes. If you if you're a podcast enthusiast, you can go. Uh, get yourself a, a subscription to Podcast Magazine. I think they give them out for free now. I'm not really sure, but go to podcastmagazine.com and you can you can figure it out. So, um, so I go on one of these apps okay. and I found a string. Now, this is an article, but I found a string called Worst Sex Stories Ever. Do you want to hear a few of them? Sure. <laughs> Would you be brave enough to tell your worst sex story or is that too much for you? No, that's too much. Okay, I'll tell my now. worst sex story. <laughs> Okay. You want me to tell my worst sex story? Yes. Why do I always have to be the one that goes out on a limb like this? <laughs> All day long. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. <laughs> I like Chuck Woolery in the back. Listen. All day long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that my worst or most embarrassing sex story is I was dating a girl uh, probably in my early 20s, and we had just started dating, and we went back to her house. We had a few drinks. We went back to her house. 
we started having sex. Uh-huh. And at some point, I just noticed that everything was all wet, right? Everything was all wet. Oh. And so I thought to myself, wow, I'm really doing a great job here, right? Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. I must be just like killing it right now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I must just be murdering Whee! it right now. I'm just like literally slaying that ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> and afterwards, I say, wow, like, you know, that was a... And I didn't know that I, you know, her and I had been dating for just a couple of weeks. And I think this might've been the first or second time we were having sex. So I was like, wow, we, you know, wow, yeah. that was amazing. You know, was it amazing for you? And she was like, yeah, yeah, good. You know, great. <laughs> and I said, well, that was really wet. And she explained to me, she goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think I was just really getting very horny. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. But it never happened again. Right. It never happened again. Yeah. And so my assumption was that I just got peed on that one time. <laughs> Maybe. That I just some got Some people peed pay on. for. What's that? I said some people pay for that. Some people do pay for that. <laughs> www.tcbpodcast.com. If you'd like to get peed on, give us a call. TCBP. TCBP podcast. <laughs> TCBP podcast. I love TCBP podcast. <laughs> Henry Fonda is totally in on that one. Yeah. He's, do you think he's me? Okay. So ready? So, I, so I've been peed on during sex. That's okay. my thing. There are much worse stories, but I'm going to yeah. save it for a different day. Tell other people's though. Yeah. I'm going to tell other people's. <laughs> uh, okay. Some of these are short and some of these are long. Ready? Okay. Uh, here's the one called, she tried to eat my cock. Oh. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I was at a party. And me and my friend were getting chummy. We were both drinking, and I got a little bit more drunk than her. As the party dies down, our immediate friend uh, to our immediate friend, as the party dies down to our immediate friend, don't understand that. She takes me back to her room and asks if I want a blowjob. I spit out yes, and she starts going to town. I'm not sure what happened next, but one of us moved, and and suddenly her jaw clenched on my dick, and she broke the skin. My dick started gushing blood, and I started freaking out. But at that point, I was so drunk that eventually I thought it was hilarious. I wrapped my dick in some tissue and it stopped bleeding. And I headed back to the living room to show my friends. (laughs) Show my friends. (laughs) What the? Look what just happened. What? Hey. 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 Pass me that bong. Also, look what just happened. (laughs) You get me a Bud Light out of the fridge, bro. Look, I'm missing the tip of my dick. She's got the tip in her mouth, literally. I just see her like, ah, like rolling it around in her mouth. A John Wayne Bobbitt. Remember John Wayne Bobbitt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. John Wayne Bobbitt got his dick cut off. Mm-hmm. Be, be careful. The rain is after you. Uh, apparently, I burst into the room. I pants around my ankles, screaming, she tried to eat my cock. She tried to eat my cock. Hi, ho, the Dario. She tried to eat my cock. She tried to eat my cock. She tried to eat my cock. Hi, ho, the Dario. She bit off the top of my cock. <laughs> After my performance, I went to bed in the dining room. The girl left crying in shame because all, all her friends now knew that she bit off. She bit into my cock. When I woke up, I had blood all over oh my myself God. and the floor. I had to go to the emergency room for 62 stitches. 62? 62. Wow. Wow, you got a big cock, dude. That's, that's, that's uh, impressive. <laughs> yeah. That is impressive. 62. Uh, if you're... Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting into it. Never mind. 
don't use teeth. But I mean, that's yeah. just like that's just a no, that's just rule teeth. number one. Yeah. If you have to be told that, then you probably Unless shouldn't be giving blood. Unless he was all drunk and kind of like fell over or something, you know. Here's the thing: I think if, I think everybody these days thinks they're a fucking porn star, and they yeah. do that porn star move where they're just like ah 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 ah. You know, they yeah. think somebody wants to be like stabbed in the back of the throat. With yeah. the cock. Don't do that, guys. No. You're not a porn star. Porn stars are porn stars. They yes. do a very specific, they do a great job at a very specific type of sex. Yes. And that is like super aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, sex. And that's why they're porn stars is because they can do that and they're talented at it. But most people, I would imagine, in my personal experience, yes. either I, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know that anybody's enjoyed sex <laughs> with me, but let's just, let's just put it this way. In my personal experience, most women, at least that I've been with, Want, don't want that kind no. of aggressiveness. No. I, I'm sure that a few have. I'm sure a few do, right? But I think most people don't want that kind of aggressiveness. Where you're like, oh, oh, no. oh. What do you think Frankie says about it? Or what's the guy Frank? Hey guys, <laughs> you think he has any thoughts? When on you've that? got a semi hardy, <laughs> when you've got a pudgy soft cock, and you really want to go to town, grab her by the back of the head and just throw her into the front of your crying. <laughs> they love that. When you're 72 years old, remember that you only can go down to 62, but you can add an fi- extra five years if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> You've got his voice. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Hi. Ah! Frank. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> when you're 72 and you're with your 61-year-old girlfriend, make sure you just push her forehead right into <laughs> the top quickly, of your stomach. Yeah. Quick. Quick. A quick motion. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when you're 72, you just get it over with as quick as possible. You don't, you know, you don't want to go soft. Uh, this there's guy's, a pill for that. There's a pill for that. That's right. But you know, I don't, I don't know. And <laughs> one time, I had a friend who took like three of those uh-huh. recreationally, yeah. and he had to go to the hospital. Literally, had to go to the hospital. That is funny because when I when I used to work for the sales team in Nashville, we had a guy that I worked with, and he was hilarious. And so one time, he was like, "You know what? I'm not feeling well today. I think I'm going to call it and say I have an, er- I have an erection. It won't go down. It won't go down." <laughs> We were, I was like 25 years old and I, I was running with like a pretty fast crowd. Right. And there was an older guy and he was like the drug dealer guy. He was older by, by like five years. So he Uh might've been like in his early thirties and he was like the the drug dealer guy, (laughs) Uh but he was a cool drug dealer guy and he was my like actual friend too. Right. right? And so he's just like a really cool guy that happened to sell drugs (laughs) and just happened to be like a a scuzzy drug dealer. but. And so one night I was over at his, oftentimes we'd be, you know, at the after party, we'd be at his house. We'd be up late, sure. you know, till like you know, three o'clock yeah. the next afternoon or whatever. Right. And so we were all there playing video games, listening to music, hanging out. And he's like, Brian, Brian, come here, man. Come here. Come here. And so I went back in his bedroom, this apartment. And I was like, what? what? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Are the cops here? What's up? I'm so paranoid. You know? And he was like, man, I got a boner. And I'm like, whoa, cool. <laughs> Did you call me back here for that? I didn't know it was that kind of party. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. prepared. (laughs) I haven't showered today. You don't want to touch me. Uh, And he said, he said, no, no, man, listen, I got a boner. Like I took some Viagra. This was just when Viagra had just come Uh out. He's like, somebody gave me some Viagra. They told me it was fun when you did it recreationally. You know, you go a long time with your girlfriend blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, all the drugs you're taking, I'm sure you could go a long time anyway. Like you should have no problems. You shouldn't be mixing these three types of drugs together. But he said, I took three of them about three hours ago and I've had a boner ever since. And because I'm just a curious guy, I couldn't help but then look down (laughs) 
which made the whole situation even more awkward because now I'm now staring see. at his boner through his, under, his sweatpants, right? And I'm like, oh, you do have a boner, man. That's that's really unfortunate, right? But the thing was, his girlfriend wasn't even there. She had left like two hours earlier. Oh, so and so I told Brian. him, yeah, <laughs> what I wanted I to do is get some here. ice and like rub it down. <laughs> But I did not do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, well, it'll go down eventually. He's like, it's been like this for like three hours. Yeah. I, and I think that's an emergency. I think I read that somewhere. And at this time, there's no, we don't have cell phones and internet. You know, we have cell phones, but it's not internet connected. So there's no way right. of knowing. And I was like, I've never heard of this. He's called, it's called propriasm, man. And if you get propriasm, you can get like, you know, a whole infection and stuff. <laughs> oh, no. So after, to go to the hospital? after five hours, right? So he stayed back in his room, and what he tried to do was he tried to make it go down, if you know what I mean, right? He was trying to make it go down. Uh But periodically, he would come out, because we were, there was like 16 (laughs) people in the apartment. Yeah, he'd come out, and he'd be like, he'd cover it up, and Brian, 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 Brian. I just remember this happening like five or six times. Like a towel. I know. (laughs) Like I throw a towel over my thing, and I come running. (laughs) What's up, coach? Some more ice? I've got some icy hot. <laughs> Have you tried this? this? Have like, some icy God. hot on there. Here's a picture yeah. of your grandmother. <laughs> Here's the cat. Puppies. <laughs> Baseball. What do you think? Here, I'll drop my pants. <laughs> I'll drop my pants, and then you'll really get turned off. <laughs> Meanwhile, someone walks in, and I've got my pants down, and he's got a boner, and they're all like, what happened? I'm trying to make his cock go down. <laughs> We're trying to chill out his cock. It's on fire. His cock won't listen to us. We've been telling it for hours to go down. Nothing, nothing to see here. Uh, nothing to see here. It's just me trying to convince convince my friend to make his boner go down. This is a true story, by the way. I did not, I did not drop my pants, but the true story is he had a boner and he would call me every couple of 20 minutes. I don't know. We were all so fucked up too. It was just like, it was a weird night, you know? And I kept running back there and he'd be like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not normal. Look at it. You know, again, I'd like stare at it for for a few minutes. Not knowing what the appropriate amount of time was to be staring at my friend's cock. Or the reaction. Yeah. My reaction was like, wow, that's impressive. I don't think I've had a boner for five hours. But eventually after the, like the, you know, after some time of doing this whole dance back and forth, like another couple people found out and one of the girls, one, yeah, because <laughs> they thought it was, got yeah, around. word got around that Dean kept on coming out with a boner and Brian followed him back in. <laughs> Wait, I wonder why I never got laid in that group. Now I'm starting to think about it. I'm thinking it might have had to do with that one night where I kept following this guy back into his room with a boner. <laughs> Could have been. Huh. Yeah. Go figure. That'll give somebody an impression. Uh, yes, that'll give somebody. <laughs> we'll be back after these words. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so he went to the hospital. He went to the hospital, and uh, I don't know what they did for him. They gave him some kind of medicine. You never saw him again after. I never saw him again after. <laughs> he, died of, he died of an erection. <laughs> he died of a hard-on. How did he die? Heart attack? No, heart on. Heart on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I mean, listen, it's you know, it must have been horribly embarrassing for him, but he had to walk in. I wasn't there yeah. with him. Uh, he had to walk into the emergency. You room. didn't go with him after all you'd been through. No, I was too <laughs> fucked up. I was like, no, I ain't walking into those bright lights. No, the no. hospital lights. No, I, I've, 
I literally one time <laughs> dropped a friend off at the front of the hospital, like pushed him out the door. <laughs> like they do with the, like the gunshot wound right. victims. They just like push him out the door. Don't tell anybody anything. <laughs> <laughs> My friend was having a panic attack. And so like all of us loaded oh, into the car. Oh, it's like, no. and it was like nine in the morning, right? Oh, the, or no. like when, uh, whenever the sun comes up, like eight in the morning during the summer, right? Yeah. And like everybody was like, all fried and weird and the whole situation was weird and she was like I think oh my I'm God. dead I'm dying oh, no. and I was like oh no this sucks and so after a while we just made the decision that she has to go to the hospital because she's yeah. really looking pretty bad and we literally like <laughs> we got there and she's like okay who's coming with me and we were like uh, uh, no 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 I, no, I can't own. yeah you're on your own <laughs> we got you here do you have insurance <laughs> we got you. call your mom <laughs> yeah. it was a shitty thing to do but that's, you know if yeah. you've ever been fucked up then you know that at, you know at some point you got to cut your losses you just got to say yes. you're, you you're in good, good hands. hands that's right you're with doctor you're with sober people <laughs> we're gonna do you no good we're yeah. just gonna confuse the situation we all might end up in a hospital <laughs> over a exactly. panic attack so we didn't do it poor girl i can yeah i, yeah, I remember that okay let's we'll get to one more because now we've wasted an entire 30 <laughs> okay. minutes talking about my my friend's boner Coach, uh, uh. coach, what do you need? Hey, coach, what do you need? It's more ice. Get in here, Brian. I need ice, some icy hot in a hand with Vaseline. Get in here now. All right, son, turn on big, big, beautiful women. Turn up the volume real loud and go to town. I'm going as fast as I can, coach. Harder, harder. Yank, yank, yank. Pull, pull, pull. To the right, to the left. Go, go, go. <laughs> Those little ants are marching. I can feel them. <laughs> Victor is like a whiteboard huh? with like play, yeah. play by play. Okay, you're gonna, <laughs> gonna yeah, you're gonna rub it a little bit to the left. You're gonna rub it to rub it twice to the left and once to the right. Then I want you to jiggle my balls a little bit, son. <laughs> yeah. Slap me in the ass. That's the old hail yeah. mary. Yeah. Now, if we get to the fourth quarter and we're just about to score, son, if we're just about to score and the time's running out, you know what I want you to do? Stick a finger in my ass. <laughs> we're gonna do the old pooping shooting. I call this the old pooping shooting. Stick it right up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, coach. I'll let you down. I'm second string. I don't know what to tell you. I tried everything. <laughs> We're going to have to. <laughs> I'm just pin, pinch hitting, coach. I'm not the normal. I'm not the normal batter. Oh, you know, we should have done that entire time. Probably should have called his girlfriend back. Yes. Yeah, but I think the problem was, is I think there was. Like I think there was attempts to 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 make it oh. go down, and then she's like, "I gotta go." Well, I don't think she was a part of that because I think okay. he was. I think he noticed like our number. Th- he he was in the the back room for a while. Yeah, and the his girlfriend, who we all knew, had left many or not many, but a couple. I my, I'm remembering a couple hours earlier. Yeah, and so I mean, you know, maybe <laughs> it just didn't work. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but that's got to be incredibly uncomfortable. I got to say, if you go so. if you go more than an hour with an erection, mm. that's probably the kind of that's probably kind of painful. I would be concerned also. Well, especially in a party setting. <laughs> yeah, and it's your house too. <laughs> right. It's not like you can come out and wave the flag. Yeah, right. like, hey everybody, I got, I got a heart on that won't go away. <laughs> Party's over. Clear out. Yeah, I hate to I hate, I hate to interrupt your game of Madden over here, but <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. I got a raging boner. It won't go away. <laughs> Anybody got any ideas? Anybody familiar with a raging boner that goes on for hours at a time? 
I make fun, but you know, people, uh, this happens. Yeah. They say it right on the Viagra commercials. They do. You know, if you're, if you have an effect. erection lasting more than five call hours, your call your doctor immediately. Yes. Go to the hospital. Go to the ER. Yep. Because, I mean, I think that blood gets stuck down there eventually and you get blood yeah. clots and stuff. Yeah. yeah I wonder what they did. I wonder. They probably gave him some Xanax or something and was like, calm down, dude. You're all fucked up. Because <laughs> we were fucked up. I mean, my 20s were. Can you, can you reach out to him like on Facebook? I wish I knew. Like, I wish hey, I knew. I fear that he's me. dead. Yeah. Remember me? I was in the bedroom with I you remember, trying to make your boner go down. I, remember your boner. I should post it on his Facebook wall. It's me. I was trying to make your boner go down that one night. Good to see you again. Good to see you. Did you ever get rid of that erection? <laughs> remember we were in your room a couple times trying to make that boner go away? But it'd be a true story. Like it would, like, I wouldn't be lying. Good time. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian. <laughs> oh I yeah, dude. I haven't seen you in years. Last time I saw you, you were helping me get my erection down. <laughs> you were talking to my dick last time I saw you. Okay, buddy. Time to go to bed. Time to go to sleep. Night night. Night night. Night nighty. <laughs> Put a little hat on it. <laughs> Wrap it in a blanket. Play the calm out. <laughs> Read it a little book. The little boner that could. <laughs> oh, my God. This little boner went to, this little boner went to market. And this little boner went to town. This little boner said hi to this little boner. And this little boner went down. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you very much. Do you want a glass of water, little boner? It's time to go to bed. Time to go to sleepies. <laughs> Oh my God, we've wasted 40 minutes talking about my friend's boner. (laughs) It's time to go to bed now. Yeah. I'm counting boners. (laughs) I'm I'm counting, I'm counting cum, little cum shots. Jumping over the fence. Yeah, jumping over the fence. (laughs) Pew, pew. (laughs) Oh my. Yes. This is the kind of quality entertainment you can expect on Fridays here at the commercial break. Our advertisers are thrilled with us. One eight hundred flowers. One eight hundred flowers is like wow. Thank God we decided to advertise with those guys. Took a shot. I know. Us. Yeah. Well, one eight hundred flowers. Maybe this is an occasion. Maybe you know Valentine's Valentine's Day is a get made up well holiday. Soon. Get. get, get Get well soon. Get limp boner. soon. Get limp soon. Get rid of that hard on day. I heard about your hard on and I'm really sorry. sorry. <laughs> Some flowers. I, I heard about your proprietism and I just want you to know that it's a serious condition that we here at one eight hundred flowers take seriously. Maybe they have like a little balloon <laughs> like half filled with air. <laughs> Like a little dick balloon half filled with air that's kind of like this. Yeah. Like the one you twist into a hot yeah, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. The- But it's like, it's not all the way full. It's no, kind of... Yeah. That's a perfect <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. This has been an interesting uh, episode of the commercial break to say the least. It took a least. turn. I just, it took a turn. I just, I felt I had to be honest with the audience. That's what happened. Wow. Hopefully they laughed too. Hopefully they laughed. <laughs> I'm sure we got a giggle out of somebody. Yes. Probably not the person that was listening at work. <laughs> All the show notes out the window again. There you go. This is Chrissy and Brian going off on a tangent. Started off with That's Teen Mom. Ended up with me trying to convince my friend's boner to go down. Come on, Coach. Uh, you got this, Coach. I got this, Coach. 
Put it in the ass now! <laughs> Run the Hail Mary! TCBpodcast.com is where you go to find out all the find out more about Chrissy and I. You can read all the show notes. You can watch all of our YouTube videos and find our entire audio library there for now. You can find our entire audio library on our oh. on our website. More about that coming up mm-hmm. in the future, Chrissy. Call us too if you want or text us. Yeah, 470-584-8449. Call, leave a message, text us. Uh, standard text messaging rates do apply, but we uh, we will get back to you. Promise. And it'll be one of us. One of us here on the staff will get back to you. Yes. Unless you're just, you know, unless you're just calling to tell us to fuck off. Yeah. Well, we'll still get back we'll to you. Note, we'll yeah, note we'll that. We'll still respond to you. We'll note we'll that. Note that. <laughs> it's, it's, most, it's a lot of Noted. Chrissy and I going back and forth on that. <laughs> I don't know why. This is a test. Yeah, Did you get this? Did you, did you get this? Do you have this? Did you get this? We actually have had some people that have texted us, so I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank mm. you. People and uh, what else? More news. Patreon's going to be revamped. We'll tell you more about that in the upcoming weeks. Uh, that's really exciting. We that, uh, that We've got a new Patreon platform, I think, that's going to be better value for everybody. And hopefully yeah. people want to jump on in. But we also are now releasing Friday episodes. So that's why you're hearing us on Friday. Woo! Uh, Friday. So, yeah, Friday. Tuesdays <laughs> and Fridays. Mm-hmm. We are here for you. What else, what else can I say? At the commercial break on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, catch us on Clubhouse. We're there. I'm there all the time. You are. I'm there all the time. But also, uh, I want you to know that TCB, the commercial break, is going to start recording episodes, a couple episodes a month, live on Clubhouse. That means you can interact Mm -hmm. with us live. And the way that you get notified about those, because, of course, we're recording this. It's not live. The way that you get notified is you go to Clubhouse if you're a member. And find me at Brian Green, B-R-Y-A-N-G-R-E-E-N, and follow me and hit the little bell next to my name, and then you'll be notified whenever we open a room, uh, and that way you can follow us, or you can go to TCB Chrissy with a K-R-I-S-S-Y. So that's it. That's all I got to say. I love you. I love you, too. We'll get through this. Two episodes a week now, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Follow and subscribe on YouTube if you're so kind. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Commercial Break Friday episodes can now be found on Patreon at patreon.com slash the commercial break. New episodes are available on YouTube every Tuesday. Visit www.tcbpodcast.com for more information on all of our content. Follow us at The Commercial Break on Instagram or leave us a message at 470-584-8449. The Commercial Break is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoagland. The Commercial Break. Tune it in and write it out.